0: reading in verse 3 the Bible says this in verse 3 now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate and they said to one another why are we sitting here until we die if we say listen to this if we say we will enter the city the famine is in the city and we shall die there and if we sit here we die also. Now therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. And they rose at uh, twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Assyrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us, the king of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to strike us or attack us. Therefore, they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact. Somebody shout intact. Their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. Spirit of the living God, I thank you for this moment. I can't do anything without you. Can't do it without you. Where I am now, God, I'm I'm completely dependent upon you. Father, I'm in places that my mom, my dad, my grandparents never had gone there. There is no references in my bloodline for where I am. So therefore, I depend on you more than I ever did before. Father, take a hold of my mind. Think through my mind. Fill my heart with things that will be beneficial to your people. I thank you now God that I have presented myself before you now you present yourself before the people I give you all the glory honor and praise in advance for all the wonderful things you will do through the preaching and the teaching of your word not one person will leave this place without being enhanced in the knowledge and understanding of what you're doing in this season, in this time of their lives and in match this name of Jesus I pray, amen amen and amen, go ahead and take your seats in the presence of the Lord I want you to say this with me, this is my title, no more options no more options, no more options, no more options many times you can't get the best out of a person because they have options And there's a time in your life that you got to realize, even if you have options, you don't take them. God loves when a group of people begin to operate as if they have no options. Now, we're dealing with a lot in our community. We're dealing with a lot in our household. And uh, you probably say, well, you're asking me to focus on the community, and my household is in chaos. I, I, I want to summon you to think this way. Some of the problems in your household can be the results of the problems in the community. Maybe your household is being influenced by your community. If you really change your community, your household may operate a little bit better. Now, I want you to stay with me because these four leprous men, um, I like them. I like them because number one they were outsiders whenever if you know the history of a leopard a leopard whenever they have been diagnosed as a leopard they had to be put outside of the camp the reason they were standing at the entranceway of the gate is because they could not come in and because they could not come in they were standing in a place where death was imminent they said if we stay here we're gonna die If we try to go into the camp or into the church, the Israelites into the church, they're going to die because it's a famine. So we have nowhere to turn because everywhere is a threat to our lives. So they come up with the scenario. I don't know who was leading this conversation out of the four, but whoever was leading the conversation out of the four was a very wise leper. When we talk about leprosy, leprosy is a, as a, is a symbol of sin. Whenever, as you study your Bible, when they were broke out in leprosy, it was, a, it was a symbol of sin, something that eats up the flesh. So fingers would fall off, bulls, different things. Their appearance showed the fact that they had issues. There were ten lepers that stood afar off and cried out to Jesus, our son of David, help me. Have mercy upon me. And Jesus told them to go show themselves to the priest. And when they were walking towards the temple to show themselves to the priest, they were cleansed. One came back and worshipped. Lepers were not supposed to get close to anybody. So if they ever got diagnosed, they were put outside. Somebody say outside. I started to call my message the outsider. They were put outside. Nothing else important was expected of them. Much like the church, the church is handles like it has leprosy. You may have a desire to come to church, but everybody don't have a desire to come to church. You may want to deal with people who say they love Jesus, but a lot of people don't want to deal with people who say they love Jesus at all. Whether you know it or not, you need to think before you invest too much money into something people are not going to come to There's not that many people who believe in the man of God that believe in the church. So there's a tendency to be an outsider. what do we do with this moment? Why did all the corporations go back and all the entertainment was restored and then we still struggle at 65 and 75 percent capacity? All because the church is not valued because the church is looked at as if it has leprosy. And then there's an information deficit the church goes through where it doesn't understand, nor can it relate to society. If you sent a a ministry leader in to minister to a 13-year-old, that equals failure. Because they've been so accustomed to learning how to do church, they don't know how to touch society. So we we have these issues that, that are going on, and we have this land that's in a famine. And we have all these issues that are not being addressed because we still have options. Well, we can do streaming. We don't have to have an audience in the church. And some have made a decision that we're just going to string. We're not going to gather the people back together. As long as they tithe and give their offerings, let them sit at home on their couch. To me, that sounds like manipulation. Because the Bible says fail not to assemble yourselves together with other believers. So we have to assemble because the Bible tells us to. We have to be safe, but we have to assemble because they go to school, they go to entertainment, they go to all that kind of stuff. They go to games and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So we still have to assemble. So that's what God expects of us. But if the credibility is lost and we seem like leprous people, then no one's going to want to get close to us. Let me just talk into this just for a moment. The church should be operating in the greatest levels of love and not condemnation at this point in time. When when you have a condemning countenance, you're going to sit in a room alone. Because what the pandemic done, it showed us the insecurities, it showed us the flaws and the failures of everybody. Now, I want to use proper terminology, but I want you to understand what I'm saying. I didn't know that many people were crazy until the pandemic hit. See, we could fake it to make it until the pressure came on. Pressure, Pressure has its way of revealing the internal struggles. under the impression because I think good about everybody but I was under the impression that everybody was kind of you know okay not perfect but okay but this pandemic showed us that no they're not okay they're not even close to okay so you have to change what you do because suffering is everywhere I'm gonna say that again suffering is everywhere so now you loved your friends now you got to love the unlovable Y'all so clickish. <laughs> now, now you have to love the unlovable because you don't know what's triggering them. So now you, you have these four leopards. You have these four leopards. They're, they're, they're out. They have no more options. They go, there. I mean, we can't win at all. We we may as well go over and see what's going on with our enemy. I may as well get into the political arena. Might as well go to a ball and sit around some people I don't know. Might might as well. I might as well reach somebody that was normally three years ago wasn't even on my radar. I, I might as well uh, create a ministry when all half of my males turned against me, create a wild women. I ain't got nothing to lose. N- now, now that my men are meeting me at the fifty, I don't have to worry about all the chatter outside of the church. See, see difficulties have a way of making you think differently. And, and this pandemic has not been all bad. Because you're, you're using a capacity of your brain that you never used. These lepers never thought about going to, the, to that camp and surrendering themselves to the Assyrians, to the Syrians. They never thought, but now they're thinking that way. There's a thought that you have that seems foreign, but it's right. I'm gonna say it again. There's a thought that you're having that seems foreign, but it's right. Now, let me back up, let me back up. Now, I'm a man's man. For 25 years, I believed in having men praying for me. But in a crisis where my wild women So, what I would normally do, there was a shift. I want want to challenge you to get outside of the limitations of your thinking. I want to challenge you to tap into the potential that was in you while your skin was clean. Somebody's got to save our city. And it may be somebody that was an outsider. What are you going to do in Birmingham with a white wife? Keep showing up. To you, it's an obstacle. To me, it's an opportunity. Everything that you thought was an obstacle has shifted in this season and has become an opportunity. What put them outside of the camp has qualified them to be the savior of the camp. Somebody said it was good that I was afflicted. I know y'all don't like to go through things, but when you get on the other side of it, you see how beneficial it was my Bible said all things work together for the good of those who are the called according to his purpose so the whole time I was in it it was working for me it wasn't working against me it was working for me when you put the proper ingredients in you get the cake I am the cake now I was batter so let, let me let me let me walk you through so I'm not hating on anybody that add in added ingredients to my success. Because I wouldn't preach like I preach if I hadn't gone through what I've been through. So now they have a condition. They're at the gate. They're not included. Everybody has a need. But they're about to embark on the answer to everybody's need. Just tap your neighbor on the shoulder, tell them it's you, it's you, it's you. And all your life, you thought you didn't have the answer. All your life, people been walking by you. All your life, you thought that you were marginalized. All your life, you think that you you couldn't come up with a thought that would be beneficial to the saving, not of your household, but to your community. You think what you're feeling and what you're passionate about is just something you're feeling internally. God is pulling that thing out of you right now. God is putting a demand on what's underneath the leprosy. Somebody say strategy. Strategy. Listen to this. We can learn kingdom strategies from... An outsider. Listen, if people are with you, around you all the time, their view of the surroundings become dim. You need somebody that looks from the outside that can really see what's going on. A lot of people get taken advantage of because there's no one that they trust outside of themselves. I don't want everybody speaking in tongues around me. I don't want all preachers around me. I don't want me with me all the time because I don't have a perspective so I can get a strategy. I'm a preacher. Give give me an educator. Give me a sheriff. Give me a deputy. Give me a judge. Give me an entrepreneur. I I, I, I summons God for a millionaire, a billionaire in that area, but somebody outside of my normal way of thinking so that I will have a strategy in the midst of chaos. Touch your neighbor on the shoulder. Tell them you're sitting beside your miracle. Is your answer? <laughs> Nothing will get better while you're sitting in the same place. Now, I have no problem with those who are praying and are hoping. But they got to pray, hope, and then a move. Because I spent a lot of years praying and hoping, and nothing happened. It was when I prayed, I hoped, and I moved. Because hope will move you. So they're saying while we're sitting here, sitting is not always physical. When I, when I maintain this way of thinking, When I am not willing to shed myself of thinking that keeps me stable in a place that doesn't have a productive future for me. If your life is still miserable after all of these years, it's because you never made a decision to move. You created an option to sit there. They said, that's not an option. The four lepers said, that is not an option for us to sit here. I am not sitting here. Refresh is not going to sit here. That is not an option. If you want to sit, you don't want to be with us. Because we are not going to sit here. We are going to move. Become more comfortable sitting than moving, then you need to recalibrate yourself. Something's missing. Don't don't give me mobility and take mobility and think I'm a settle without having mobility. If I once was able to do something, don't tell me I can't do it again. I have a history of moving. This church has a history of growing. I have a history of persevering. So if I persevered one time. I don't care what happened the last three years. I can persevere again. Don't tell me that I can't breathe. If I once breathe, I will breathe again. Nothing will get better while we sit in the same place. I was mentored by a man that every few weeks, he said, something's got to change. Something's got to shift. You know, you can spend 40 years walking in circles. Biblically, you can spend 40 years going in circles, dealing with the same stuff. You say, well, I've been dealing with this three years. Now, there's about 37 years left if you don't change what you're doing. Y'all didn't like that even even in difficult times listen to this never lose your listen to this sensitivity when your options are slim never lose your sensitivity they were sensitive with slim options if 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 your back is up against the wall this is the moment of sensitivity Because when my back is up against the wall, God is about to whisper something. It's when you cannot find a solution, that's when you have to become the most sensitive. When you don't see a way out, when you don't see how it's going to change, you have to quiet your spirit They said, we have leprosy, we're not dead, we're going to remain sensitive. The sensitivity caused them to move in a direction that the church people wouldn't move in. Now, let me back up. They were locked outside of the gate where the church people were. The church thought they weren't going to run out of food. They thought the enemy was never going to get over the walls. They thought because they were locked inside the walls that they were safe. That was only a sign that they were afraid, not that they were safe. Sooner or later, the sensitivity of the lepers understood. Sooner or later, the famine is going to impact the inside of the church. See, what we don't understand, that nice, comfortable place of rest and ease that you have. If you don't do something, it's already threatened. So the sensitivity is important when your options are slim. What now? If we sit right here, we're going to die. If we turn ourselves over to the Syrians, they may kill us. Or they may leave us alive. If we go inside the gate and hang out with religious church people, we're not going to get a word. We're not going to get encouragement. Okay. Y'all need me to go on, right? At least 131 of you have slim options right now. This is the time that you remain sensitive. Everybody wants to say they hear from God on their best day. How well do you hear from God on your worst day? their worst day Sasha and they're hearing from God much of the church shuts down in their worst day where is your prophecy now why are you not giving me a word now why are you not encouraging me now why are you not slapping me a high five now because they're in their worst day and if your gift quits in your worst day your sensitivity goes with it I like Joseph why do I like Joseph he was in the dungeon and he could still interpret the dreams because that's what brought him out of the dungeon his gift was working under stress what do you mean you can't function that's when you function the most that's when it separates the man the men and the boys that's when it separates the goats and the lions when you're able to function and you have discernment and precision in the midst of a crisis. What do you mean I can't praise? I am praise. You mean what you have gone through has altered your identity? Judah is in me. Praise is not what I do. Praise is who I am. So if you lock me in jail, if I have the right partner like Paul and Silas, we'll start singing praise and cause an earthquake. That's why I encourage you, get with the right people because when they try to lock you up, you start singing. You don't need to get with people who wanna talk about the pain. Get with people who wanna talk about what's coming next and then start singing about what's coming next. Everybody heard them even though they couldn't see them. The Bible said all their chains were loose and the doors swung open. If you show me constant depression around me, I'm going to remove myself from you because I need somebody around me that's ready to sing even if they don't wrote the right notes. I tell Sasha and them, don't get anybody on the praise team that don't praise from their seat. How are you gonna lead me in worship and you only worship when you get a microphone? There is no microphone in my basement when I'm going through things I don't feel comfortable with. There is no microphone in my office. There's no microphone in my kitchen. There's no microphone in my bedroom nor in my bathroom. I have to have something on the inside of me without a microphone, without a PA system where I still release something out of me that causes God to respond. You want me to get better, try to confine me. The only way to know your opposition has fled is to move towards their camp. It's all in your scripture. Now, God has created a noise. The opposition has fled. And the Israelites are still locked in their camp. Because they're not sensitive. They're not sensitive. Everything is theirs now. But they won't move. Can the city be turned over to you and you're still within the walls? Can you have the greatest opportunity of your life and you're still confined by the, the opinion of people who are around you? Because many of you are afraid of what they think. I never respect the, the, the opinion of a person that won't do anything. Show me what you've done. Then I will respect what you think don't tell me I can't when you never did don't tell me it's not possible when you never stepped out to see if there was any possibilities. I don't think the Syrians were a challenge because they were gone. It was the people in the church. That has a history of doing church with no productivity. Well, this is the way we've done it. Well, where are your accolades that attach to what you've done? All right. Excuse me, y'all. Excuse me. Uh, That may be getting a little personal. The only way to know your opposition has fled is to move towards their camp. I think it's both. These are, these are four lepers, not thousands, four lepers So we have nothing to lose. We're going to move toward the camp. We're going to get out of this church. We're going to, we're going to get our instructions on Sundays and Wednesdays, and then we're going to move out of this place, and we're going to impact our city. We're not going to just have prayer meetings and not do anything after we have prayer meetings. I am so tired of prayer meetings that have no impact. We're going to increase in prayer. But we're not just going to come in here and lose our voices praying and then not have a voice in our community. Last one, last one, last one. Are y'all okay? The spiritual noise has caused your opposition to leave your blessings intact. Listen. The entire camp was intact. They started taking things out of the tent and going to hide them. Everything was still there. The people of God were still inside. Israel was still inside the walls. Four lepers have full access to a loaded camp. Gold is there, silver is there, food's there, garment is there. Everything is there. And they sit in a prayer meeting. Let me tell you how long you'll sit there. You'll sit in a prayer meeting and you won't know it's Peter at the door when he's freed. At some point in time in your prayer, there should be some results that happen and somebody should be getting free. Who are we praying for? We're praying for young people now. If your prayers are effective and you are the real church, somebody's son and daughter should be knocking at the door saying, let me yeah Don't don't tell me my prayers are effective and I don't have a lower or a lesser generation than my age coming to church. That is not the truth. When we start praying, just like they prayed for Peter, the church prayed without ceasing. And while they were praying, Peter was loose from the inner ward to the second ward, through the third ward, and then out through the iron gate. While they were praying, they prayed so hard and believed so much, they didn't realize it was him when he came out. Most of us in the church don't realize what opportunity is sitting before us. And we're still playing church games, jealous of one another, playing games on getting some more power. Power is not exemplified in the church. Power is exemplified in the school system, in the neighborhood. You don't have power if all you do is do it in the church. So myself and and Dr. Bush, we talk. And as we're talking, she said, well, Apostle Davis, we we need help. And I said, well, can we do this? Uh, Yes. Can we do this? You would be amazed how many yeses you would get now if you move. (laughs) You would be surprised at what you can accomplish if you would just move. You'd be surprised at the resources that'll drop on you if you were just smooth. You can't tell me we are broke when we're doing something that impacts the community. You ain't got to sign up for a grant. They'll come looking for you to give you a grant. shortage of resources there is a shortage of movement there's a shortage of passion too many options i'm gonna stay at home and safe i'm gonna keep my children away from these because it's safe none of your options are safe let's break it down if the devil got to you in your childhood you think he can't get to your child Let's just talk just for a moment before we praise because y'all look real good as grown-ups right now because you ain't telling the real story of how much you went through when you were a child and you some of you women don't want to tell how many people were trying to get in your clothes before you knew what it was to have clothes on. See, when we start getting real, we start getting results. And I know y'all sitting up here like you're holier than now. But you got a story that you ain't willing to tell. And you don't need a microphone and you don't need a platform. You just need to open up your mouth and stop trying to witness in the church. Let me help some of y'all who think it's dangerous out there. No, it's not dangerous out there. It's dangerous in here when you're surrounded by a bunch of religious demons. So I don't know what you're going to exchange it for. You're going to exchange being effective out there for being in competition with somebody that you don't even know you're competing with. Okay. I don't know who the chief was out of the four, but they made some good decisions. Lady James, can you pick up your Bible real quick for me? I stopped at verse seven. Listen to this. Listen to this. You're trying to figure out who's going to have it all. The one that's going to have it all is the one that will share it all. You're too stingy. You're too self-seeking. God can't do anything with you. You're all about you and yours. Trying to build your own kingdom. You only happen when you know where your children are.
1: Read Lady Davis. Verse 8. And when these leopards came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from it silver and gold and clothing, and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some of their things away also and went and hid it. And then they said to one another, "We are not doing right this way." Wait, wait! 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 Wait!
0: Wait! 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 I got what I wanted. My, my child just got a scholarship. All right. My husband got the promotion. Everything seems peaceful, so I go to another church. No, no disrespect, but you still black, I don't care if you go to a
1: white church. <laughs> Read on Lady Davis verse 9 Then they said to one another We are not doing right This day is a day of good news and we remain silent If we wait until morning light some punishment will come upon us Now for therefore come Let us go and tell the king's household So they went and called to the gatekeepers of the city and told them saying we went to the Syrian camp and surprisingly no one was there. Not a human sound, only horses and donkeys tied and the tents intact. And the just a little bit more. And the gatekeepers called out and they told it to the king's household inside. So the king arose in the night and said to his servants, "Let it now let me now tell you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore, They have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, when they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city.
0: So you're going to create fear in us when it's time for our opportunity. You are among us and you're going to discourage us. The lepers got more sense than we have. And you're going to try to discourage our movement. You're going to tell us, "No, now now is the time to help. Now, we need to just stay cool. We need to just stay where it's safe. We don't need to have any impact on anything. That individual that was doing all the talking was removed. If you read on, they were removed. Because it is time to share all this anointing you say you have. All this power and authority you say you have. It's time to share it with your community. It's time to share it with others. And if you're ready to share, I need you to jump on your feet and start shouting. Because if I have an answer, my answer is not for my wife only. My answer is not for my daughter only. My answer is not for Refresh only. My, My answer is for my community. My answer is for my state. My answer is for my nation. My answer is for this world. Shout one more time right there. Slam your neighbor, high five, tell him I am the answer.